Hi guys, good evening everyone. My name is Goodness Ajinamo and I am extremely excited to reach out to you in this empowerment summit which is themed leveraging wealth creation opportunities. And I'm very excited we had an awesome time yesterday and today I know it's going to be nonetheless. Now I'll start by reiterating something I shared on my Facebook platform yesterday, just a few lines. Okay, here it goes. A couple of weeks ago, someone close to me told me of a business opportunity to make some cash. Now, now, the emphasis here is someone close to me, not the cash. Now, whether I maximize the opportunity or not is not your concern. The concern here is someone came with an idea. Now, I'm sure you're not oblivious of the fact of what I've just shared. There have been times you weren't able to maximize some opportunities because you were actually unaware of those opportunities until someone came your way and disclosed it to you or some person discussed those opportunities. It could also be that someone who told someone who ended up telling you or someone was telling someone who told another person and then you eavesdropped or you just seemingly took off the knowledge that was shared consciously or unconsciously, whether you are just at the right place at the right time. But nonetheless, you interact with opportunities when you interact with people. That's why I say that people are the greatest opportunities we can ever have. So whether it was that you saw it on the social media, a business opportunity on the internet, I hope you know that people or that the internet Though having an operating system does not operate itself, people are behind the operations on the web. So people do. People are behind the posts, the articles, the news, the updates. So people are the greatest opportunities. There's something called the gift of men. So what am I speaking to us tonight as the Lord will help me? I'm going to be speaking on network and net worth. Now it was Potter Gale who accredited this statement or who who made who propounded the statement that your network determines your net worth now on the introduction people are the compelling references and influences of results for every result you ever desire to have somewhere somehow someday along the line you were able to see that someone had a similar kind of result that influenced your desire for that kind of result or more because in these days and times network is a core essential for wealth creation the quality of human resources available to you will really influence the quality of resources pulled into your pockets and reserves people create a pool of opportunities so there's no better time to leverage on qualitative relationships that can translate into wealth creation that can translate into income generation than now. And this doesn't start by you going about vetting and valuing your current relationships, of course, not really checking how much money you've realized from those who are today your friends, but rather it starts with a proper understanding that you should secure. That's why financial intelligence is very important. It's more important because it actually is a foundation to financial accumulation. You cannot be wealthy mistakenly. You can't really become rich 
by chance. Nobody wakes and stumbles into greatness. So you must maximize relationships now, understanding that people are not just a composition of eyes and nose, mouth, hands, and feet, but that people are a composition of virtues and values. Now, my session is titled Network and Net Worth. Now, it's important. I'm going to say that a network is a directory of people maintained for their advancement. A directory of people maintained for their advancement. Now, this is an acceptable definition. It's in the dictionary. Um, It's basically the force behind contemporary advancements of individuals, but more so groups. Now, three things I will elucidate on as we proceed. Number one, where there are problems, there is money. Say that again. Where there are problems, there is money. Number two, where there are prospects, there is money. Where there are prospects, there is money. Number three, where there are people, there is money. Now, this is going to be my major. But let's just let's look at something shortly about number one and number two. I hope you are with me. Now, it's a basic principle. Where there are problems, there is money. It's a basic principle in financial growth and economics that people pay for their problems to be solved. Whenever you offer solutions, a way out, regardless of who does offer the solution, who brings the solution to the table, you are qualified to receive a monetary exchange, a compensation, a monetary compensation. So people exchange money for value. They always exchange money for value. And arguably so, there is hardly anything more valuable than fixing a problem for someone who knows he has a problem and knows he cannot fix it. So people always exchange money for value. So wherever there are problems, there is money. Um, pastor, Sa, pastor Sunday, sorry, Adelaja, the Ukrainian pastor, wrote a book called Where There, is, Where there Are Problems or Where There's a Problem, There Is Money. You can check up the book and look it up to really boost your mind and teach you a lot of things. Now, number two, where there are prospects, there is money. Now, ideas rule the world. Uh, my great-grand mentor, Pastor Sam Ademi, so entitled his book, Ideas Rule the World. That's because the richest organizations, inventions, crafts, designs, and products today that bring the fattest envelopes to the table started as a mere prospect, an idea, Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, Apple, and all of the, all, all of the global hacks, the equipments, the ideas, the inventions, the professionalities that people have today that are really, really gaining, gaining so much in these days and times, all have their track record of days when they started. They all began by a little fecal idea. They have their track record of days of rejection at their inception. Why? Because they were mere prospects. So people actually at some point rejected the ideas. That's why, well, Bill Gates says something that actually shocked my mind. He said there is no secret. I quote him, Bill Gates, Bill Henry Gates. There is no secret. I simply showed my plan. That means he has no secret. He simply showed his plan to 1,200 people. 900 said no and only 300 signed up. 85 actually did something, but only 35 were serious. And out of those 35, 11 made me a multimillionaire. That's what Bill Gates said. Simple. So you're always 
going to have a prospect that is going to pull in resources. So ideas rule the world. It's true. So all of these, all of these um, 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 multi-billionaires today that the world has, they all have a product that is sold. They all had an idea that began as a very mere, meager, fickle, feeble, somewhat feeble kind of idea that they had to drive through years through years of processing, through years of sacrifice, through years of intentional seeds that were sown, knowledge was acquired, skill was developed, and then they sold it to their generation that has now returned yields, profits. That's why there is no harvest without an invest. Your investments are so that you can have profits. So you invest to harvest. Now it takes a very visionary person to actually discern after a multi-million dollar prospect, a multi-million dollar idea. You have to see. Many persons today regretted not partnering with Microsoft when it began as a mere idea of a of of a teenage youngster who was just busy about tech, about computer, a seemingly weird guy in the who was named Bill Gates. And then they, they, today it has become a global, a global invention that the world has now recovered from. So you have to really see. You have to see. Not every opportunity is worthwhile. You have to see beyond what's apparent. Because where there are prospects, genuine prospects, there is money. Now at this point, you permit me to deliver a poem I wrote, which is wittingly captured in my book titled The World of Mediocrity. Now, the poem is titled, Blankets on the Germs. Blankets on the Germs. It's so that you can understand the power of sight and how to really visualize and discern. Now, here it is. Oh, come on. Let's do some literature. And no, don't be that hard. Don't be so hard. Let's, let's lighten up. All right, let's hear it. Blankets on the Germs. Like everyone else, you've got to find yours. The father effected the delivery. Yet you must make the discovery. There are gems in your vessel. Look for it, harness it, use it. I heard him, but I didn't heed him. I lived for years without it. Then I saw how much struggle it gave me. I remembered his voice and I cried, help me. There are treasures in you. Discover it, develop it. Deploy it, it's you. The angel came to me. He touched my eyes. Then I knew I had been blind. The blindfold fell. I raised the blankets off my mind. I saw the gems. They were mine. Why haven't I enjoyed it since it's been with me for so long? You have to see. You have to see it, the angel said, before it's yours. Thank you. Please stay tuned to the next part of this audio. Welcome back to the next part of the audio. Now, I just gave you a tip. I I gave you the whole piece of the poem that I wrote called Blankets on the Germs. Now, so that we can be able to design the weather's prospect, 
there is money. Now, the third thing I said I was going to talk about is where there are people, there is money. This is where I'm going to major. So please follow me. Have you discovered that the marketplace definition in contemporary times is a place where things are bought and things are sold? It's a place of transactions, a place where trading occurs. Now, three things basically influence transactions. Three things that I've seen so far. Wherever they occur, wherever they show up, a transaction can happen. One, people. Two, products. Three, price. Not really rented flats, outdoor stands, or well-laid mats on the floor for sampling and displays of your products. No. This is where I'll talk about network and market. Rather, demystifying networking and marketing. Remember, our working definition, a network is a directory of people maintained for their advancement, for their advancement. And the market is a locus or a site where trade transactions can occur, that is, buying and selling transactions. So networking and marketing are intertwined because for you to profit from your relationships, ideas and opportunities must be exchanged. These are ideas and opportunities that generate wealth. So for profit designing people, there is always a market in a network and a network exists in every market. The scripture says so that your profiting may appear to all. So if you're really ready, if you're, if you're cut up for a life that will really intentionally generate wealth, because I already said that you cannot accidentally generate wealth, you're going to be profit discerning to see that there is a network in every market as much as there is a market in your networks now the marketing mix and the four piece will never be sufficient in itself the marketing mix i'm sure commercializations and those who studied economics are aware and the four piece will never be sufficient in itself without the fifth p the fifth p to me is people now the four piece number one product price place promotion but to me the fifth p is people this cannot happen, or all the four P's cannot happen independent of the fifth P, which is people. So, there is no marketing without a marketer. Things don't market themselves. People do. That's why opportunities are marketed and sold. Opportunities, ideas have to be sold. They are no profit being in your mind. They have to come out. They have to be sold. They have to be spoken about. The vision must speak. It's not a vision glued to your eyes alone. And the vision speaks and then someone can read it and run with it. The vision cannot make people to run being in your mind. So let's now deliver the market shy people or let's talk about things that will help redeem the network shy people because I know that a couple of us here are either market shy or network shy or both. And the kind of things we normally say are things like this. I cannot speak to people. I don't know how to do networking. I'm bad at marketing. Oh, oh, really? This is only a psyche system error. I see this only as a psyche system error. Now let's continue or let's let's proceed. Why do I see this as a psyche system error? Because we all network. We all market. It depends on what, what you're seeing particularly and I'll try to help you see better as the Lord will help us. We interact with people 
always. We interact with places and prospects, always. We go to schools, we go to churches, we go to markets, we go to the mall, we go to organizations, we go to corporate entities and so on. And we always interact with people. Man is a relational being. You always interact with people, even your gate man, even your, your staff, even your cleaners, even your uncles and your aunties, your parents. You didn't just drop from heaven. There are people that you came through. So you always interact with people. So that's wrong. We all network. Now, we all market. Number two. Why? Because we all buy and we sell, but then we sometimes sell. But then we may not always believe that we sell. Now, let me help you believe. Because actually, we always express our ideas and our opportunities. And that's selling. If you express an idea, an opportunity, a thought, actually... Because, oh, we actually think we don't sell because we are not consciously collecting money in return of the things that we are consciously expressing. That's why we think we don't sell. But we actually do. Whether people pay us in return or not, we've sold. Because people can sell for free. So, this is the crux, or, yes, this is the crux of the market shy. The market shy person thinks that uh, he, he doesn't know how to, how to sell to people. He doesn't want to collect people's money. But actually, he does sell although unconsciously, because he safely shares his thoughts with people every day. Thoughts about God, discuss in educational groups, um, interactions in the corporate settings, interactions in the marketplace, hang out with friends. He's even a chat lord. He can chat for Africa. You know how to type, you know how to, oh, you have a very, very buoyant social media. Your social media is on fire. You're selling. You're selling your views, your posts, your articles. That's selling actually but when it comes to speaking to people about things that will make them part with their monies you are out you can't take it you feel bad why because there's an interplay of money and i know now take note of this i'll share some views about some great men with respect to networking and marketing and any wisdom as i've received which will help demolish or break you free from network or market shyness why because no great man is network shy no 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 go browse go search go research them no great man is network shy no because every great man has a network the richest man is not market shy because he always sold or he always sells something or he's always sold something that brought in his wealth so every the richest man is not market shy now let's look at what a few persons of uh, these people have to say i'll start with uh the 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 financial um, um, um the entrepreneur and and a money teacher and educator no other person but robert kiyosaki the author of rich that poor dad i'm sure most of you are aware of the book see look at some things he said robert kiyosaki network marketing is the fastest growing business model in the world today that's what robert kiyosaki said Network marketing is the fastest growing business model in the world today. And he says, the richest people in the world look for and build networks. Everyone else looks for work. The richest people in the world look for and they build networks. Now he continues, Robert Kiyosaki, if you want to go somewhere, it is best to find someone who has already been there. This is to tell you that network is very important. Now. Oh, I'm sure you all have heard of Warren Buffett, who is uh, the most successful investor of the 20th century. He says that if he had his way, 
one of the best investments he has ever made is network marketing. That's what Warren Buffett said. One of the best investments I ever made is network marketing. It's Bill Gates who says, if I will be given a chance to start all over again, I will choose network marketing. So Bill Gates says, if I would be given a chance to start all over again, I would choose network marketing. Now let's look at what Brian Tracy said about network. Multi-level or network marketing is an excellent second income opportunity. Millions of people all over America and throughout the world are taking advantage of the opportunity multi-level marketing offers to start and build a successful business. He continues, quickly and expensively, they use the foundation of a network marketing business to learn vital business skills at low costs. So you can see, the time to build a network is always before you need one, Douglas Conant. So you see the importance of network marketing. Now let me just share something with you that I believe is going to break you free from the network shy and the market shy as a tie, as a wrap up here. Two things I want you to take note of, two things. Number one, look to the recipient's profit, not their loss. I'll say that again. For those who want to break free of the network shine, the market shyness, look to the recipient's profit and not their loss. Most times you are so, you're bad, you're feeling, oh, how do I tell this person about this business? It's because you feel they're going to part away with their money. You feel they're going to lose money because of you and if it doesn't work and all of that. No, no. Look to the impending profit and not their loss. It's an opportunity to invest. And like I said before, there is no harvest without an invest. The investment opportunity you give to people is what they are going to ultimately harvest from. So you are telling them opportunities that will let them part with their seed and will produce, will yield to them a harvest. So look to the harvest. So when you speak to people, you don't speak to people in and you're magnifying the loss they are going to have or their investment rates or what they are going to pay into the business, but what they are going to collect out of the business, what they are going to receive. So look to the recipient's profit and not their loss. This is going to help you. You know, there are always profit and loss margins in every ledger. Uh, your phones, they take in credit and debit a lot. So you're not always going to be able to dispense with losses because losses are processes for profits. Mm. There's always going to be what you part away with so that you can collect what you desire to collect. So it's important. Then secondly, I'd like you to know that if you really want to be great, if you really want to be wealthy, you can't do that in isolation. This is the second point. Look to the association and not the isolation. Look to the association and not the isolation. Look to what you're achieving. You're achieving a network of people and not just making them part with their monies. You are building a network of people by your interaction with them, whether it's business opportunity, opportunities to make investments and, and, and ultimately get harvest. You are building a network of people. So look to the profit of association and not just isolation because you cannot be great on your own. No man is an island of wisdom. No person just rise. I always say that men do not just rise. Men are raised. So it's important. So I believe with all of these things, you'll be able to put them into good work. Create action points to be able to transmit all I've shared with you so that you can be able to rise. Remember that your network determines your network. God bless you.